Hey, this is former WWE and TNA world champion, your Olympic hero, and Olympic gold medalist, Kurt Angle. And you're listening to the Wretched Wrestling Podcast. Oh, it's true. It's damn true. Amore, and I am a bona fide redhead and a certified ginger, and you can't teach that. And this right here, this is Big Craig, and he's five foot seven, and it's not particularly too tall, but you can't teach that. Bada bang, realest guys in the basement, how you doing? And if you're not listening to the WWP podcast, there's only two words to describe you, and I'm gonna spell it out for you. W-H-Y-N-O-T-Y not! That's right, people. We're here in WWP episode 9. Number 9? Number 9. Welcome back to the Wretched Wrestling Podcast. My name is Craig Dixon. This is Fred Robinson. We have one week of Monday Night Raw to recap here on the WWP Podcast. That's right, damn it. We got a couple of haters and we're going to recap for you. So we start off Monday Night Raw from May 30th. 2016 Memorial Day weekend. Yeah, with a little uh, Memorial Day package, which they always do very well. I gotta give them, give them the patriotism. They yeah. love the patriotism. We uh, love the patriotism. Um, mm-hmm. Shane McMahon hits the ring and he comes out yep. and he's, he's about to speak. She, Stephanie McMahon comes out and interrupts him. She's like, eh, "Ain't gonna happen when I'm here." So they start talking about how what we discussed last time as in our closing segment of episode eight is that the. SmackDown is going live starting mm-hmm. in July. That's right. And they will be also instituting a, you know, a WWE draft. Right. Wrestlers and will be exclusive to either Raw or SmackDown. Right. So, um, I was hoping we were going to get some explanation from the rules for all the speculation that we did last week. Nope. What did we get, Fred? We got absolutely nada. We got nada. Nothing, we man. Got nothing. I mean, basically, we could have just told you more what we described in episode eight last week, but we were hoping that maybe we get some more info. We didn't get shite. We got so, nothing. We got nothing. So we're, that was a little. That was pretty much twenty minutes of uh, nothing. Right. Uh, so at that I mean, point, I mean, except for some gyration by Shane McMahon. Right. So um, the new day comes out, and they, they, you know, they're doing their normal, their, their little antics, if you will. I like their Hodor reference. <laughs> Hold the door! Hold the door! So, um, you know, they, they kind of throw out this, you know, si- situation, they throw out the scenario where 
perhaps maybe the New Day will be bro- broken up and that would be bad. Yeah. And I totally agree. That would be terrible. That would be actually horrible. That would be the worst thing they could do. Um, so they voice their see- concerns <laughs> and say, like, you know, like, you're not breaking up the New Day, do are you? And Stephanie and Shane pretty much come out and say, we don't know. Yeah. So this was basically like 20 minutes of filler of absolutely nothing because we could have just really just told you that. In fact, the press release that they put out when they announced that the SmackDown was going live and that they were going to do a draft was more informative than this Raw segment. Oh, yeah. So I get that they wanted to acknowledge it on TV. Um, I guess. Because it was the first Raw since the announcement was made. Um, but, I mean, they didn't give us any information other than SmackDown's going live. And they yeah. kind of said it's still all up in the air. So, I, And I'm going to go with that's 100% a true storyline. Yeah, they uh, don't know what they're doing Oh, yet. they definitely don't know. So, um, but Craig, you still have like a month and a half to go. I mean, like, couldn't they have just waited a few more weeks until they worked out the kinks and stuff like that? They literally said on Raw, we're still working out the kinks. Which yeah. is what we said also. Like, basically, they probably were listening to us and just... Use that as the pro as the, as the raw program. Of course, they were listening to our podcast. We had Kurt Angle introduce us. Hell yeah, I'm the big hero. <laughs> so I mean, uh, 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 obviously, we can't really speculate more than we already did about the draft. So yeah, I, I don't we think went we very should... in depth with that. Yeah, so I mean, I I, I agree with the uh, the new day. I don't want them to break up tag teams. I think right. I think tag teams who are tag team specialty specialty wrestlers. I should. Be drafted together, but let's not go too deep into the draft yeah, this please. week because we have you no know. new information to go on to, and I feel like we went on for a very long time about it last week. Yeah. So mm-hmm. um, the Vaude Villains interrupt during this opening segment. We get a nice, That's uh, right? We, we get a rematch from Extreme Rules between the Vaude Villains and the New Day. Now this a yeah. non-titled match, I should say. Yeah, and I was really pissed off at the Vaude Villains because Jeff Stephanie was about to uh, do the little WWE WWE World Tag Team Champions dance as well, right? Right after Shane McMahon made a fool of himself. And, and Stephanie looks fucking gorgeous, and I was about to see her get down, yeah. and then the lights went out. So I was really pissed about that. Yeah, and... God uh, damn you. So, I mean, you know, they they, they kind of built... They tried to build up the vaude villains um, pretty poorly, if you ask me. With, so with no Yeah, they're so... They're not... I don't think they're cut for the main roster. The we, blah villains. Yeah. Like, no, really? <laughs> it's just so bad. The vaudeville blah. They're blah. Um, yeah, I, I can't even... I don't even want to spell the rest of their name out. Yeah, so, I, I mean... I don't think anybody takes them as a real threat to New Day. New Day have been no. tag team champions for a very long time now. Yeah. Um, I think they won it at SummerSlam last year, so that's almost a year now. Yeah, yeah, it's been um, a long time. And... So, so I, yeah, I, yeah, I'm not, I'm not sold on the Vaude Villains, and I'm kind of like sitting there watching. So I'm like, do we need this rematch? Do we really need it? Yeah, again, it's not, it's not really? even for the tag titles. And then, thank God, thank you, the club comes out. Gallus and Anderson. Oh my God! The best new tag team and out there besides Endo and Cass lays out the new day. Yeah, and um, they don't touch they don't touch Vaude Villains, which I kind of would have liked to see them just beat up everybody. Kind that of that would have been cool, <laughs> just to kind of show their dominance in the ring. Just like the, that's like utter chaos. Just yeah, like, we're just kicking the crap out of everybody, you know. But um, you know, then the Vaude Villains kind of beat them up, uh, beat up um, the New Day a little bit more themselves, and then they yeah. kind of just left the ring and said, "Hey, here, you want them? Come take them." So they just beat the shit out of them. Now, that makes them look horrible, by the way. They're yeah. just like, oh, you guys can have them. We're not going to fight and that's just establish that. our dominance. That's We're basically, pussies. That's basically the Vaude villains just acknowledging, like, hey, this is your spot in the card to take from us because we don't belong here at yeah, all. Yeah, exactly. I, I haven't been a particularly fan of the Vaude villains really ever. I mean, just except for that one NXT show, a takeover show, when Blue Pants came out to help them. I just think, like, 
I'm not even going to bring their size up because, like, you know, there's been guys that are skinny also. I just find their offense to be lacking, like, really lacking and boring. I just, whenever I see them and I see them wrestle, I just find them boring. I'm sorry. Yeah. So, obviously, this is setting up some kind of New Day versus um, the club storyline here, which Ah, is good. I mean, we were talking about it. We called this. Yeah, we called this last week when we were saying, you know, like, what tag teams on the main roster right now are even viable candidates. Like, Endzone Cast just got called up. They're just kind of, like, gaining their footing. Mm-hmm. We don't want to throw yeah. them right into a world, ti- a world tag title, you know, feud. Uh, and that's good. Uh, save them. Right. Save them for, like, a moment. Don't throw them right into a match. So Establish I mean, them. Right. Yeah, right. I mean, right. and who else exactly. is there? The Usos have been there. Nobody cares about them anymore. Yeah, who are you going to fight? The Golden Truth or Brazongo? The Golden Truth and eh. Brazongo are just garbage teams. Yeah, they got their own time. little shit going on. Um, so the logical move here was uh, Gallows and Anderson. And, and, you know, they made them look strong in this segment. So yeah. I like that. They, they they fucking killed Big E with the Magic Killer. I love I love that. I love that move. Yeah, so it's pretty obvious we're going into extreme rules. We're probably gonna get uh, Gall- uh, minimum money in the bank. Money in the bank. Sorry, sorry. I'm I'm few beers deep. Yeah, a little a little money in the bank, if you will. Yeah, man. Um, so I I like I think that's the good call. Um, yeah, I mean I yeah. There's, so, there's, I I can't really I can't really you know break it down much more than that because it was a quick match. And, you know, they just kind of beat the shit out of them, and, like, that was that. So, yeah. hopefully we get a few more weeks of this. Um, I'd like to see more of them in the ring. I feel like Gallows and Anderson have been doing a lot of outside-of-the-ring interference and stuff, mostly, as they're, yeah. as they're since they've debuted. So I just want to see some more matches from them, because I feel like people aren't, you know, aware of their abilities in the ring, because they're actually quite good. Yeah, well, you got AJ Styles as the other... Well, we'll go into that a little bit more, just in case no one's watched Raw yeah. uh, over the weekend. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Sorry about that. Hodor. Uh, so, so, yeah, Hodor. <laughs> uh, and we got, obviously, the three members of New Day, so we can we can get some nice six-man tag matches. Yeah. Um, this is this is really interesting for me, because, like, really, I, I... As much as I love the New Day, the, the, the New Day have... Like, we've said it multiple times, they haven't had... A serious competition lately yeah and i think i i'm gonna say right here right now this that might I be the end of this them? might be the end of the tag team title right title yeah. i totally agree day i was gonna say the same thing i was gonna say the same thing it this might be the end of their run maybe not the first match but maybe the second match but it could be the first match between the two of them yeah and you um, can keep the continue you can take the you can keep the program going yeah even if they lose you know that's just that the new day will be like the underdogs going into can the, I, cl- can I, the club i want to jump in quickly sure. um something i just had we as always we have raw running in the background as we recap these shows yeah Yes. And they this is something that annoys me about Raw mm. is that when they cut the commercials during during matchups, so match goes to commercial, like it's usually something where somebody gets hurt outside of the ring and then Michael Cole's like, Oh, we'll be right back right after this. Yeah. And um but then they show the replay of what happened during the break. And the yeah. shit that happens during the break is always more crazy than the shit that happens inside the ring. I do notice that, actually. It'll be, like, this crazy-ass move, and I'm like, I would have liked to have seen that. Like, Kofi Kingston went for a springboard off the uh, st- uh, off the steel steps yeah. to, to hit English, and English did a fucking super kick to him mid-move. Like, I would have loved to have seen that live, not on a fucking replay. I hate that they do that shit. Like, save the big spots for the TV time. Don't waste it during commercial breaks so I see it in that little tiny box in the upper left corner. Yeah, they used to do that all the time. Uh, you know, they used to do it properly. Like, they hit the super, the big move, they throw him into the ring, put him in a rest hold, or chant for a while and stomp a little bit, and then they go to a commercial break. So, yeah. you know, that's the time we should be doing that, not during a big move. Um, well, anyway, so, uh, 
So we're seeing here now, like we said before, uh, Gals and Anderson hit the magic killer yep. on Biggie, and um, I'm excited. I'm, I, I, you know, because if you you want to, if WWE is high, I feel like they're high on the club. So you know, AJ Styles isn't going to have the world championship, obviously, because we saw it over the last two months. So I think that the club, if they're going to be powerful, they're going to need some straps. Yeah, tag team right there. Put a tag, tag team. Put a tag right team there. title on them. That gives them ultimate. That gives them instant credibility in the ring. Yep. And That's I feel like need. I feel like they like to throw tag team championships on like debuting guys more than any other title. I feel like that's just something they do. Yeah, they do like that. Like uh, I went to a I went to a pay per view many years ago in uh, Long Island, and it was um it was like a fatal four way tag team match. It was horrible. It was I don't even remember who were the tag champions at the time. I think Shelton Benjamin was involved, oh, and boy. Uh, like the other I remember two of the teams in the match besides Shelton Benjamin, whatever team he was on. Uh huh. One of the team was the Major Brothers. <laughs> which is Zack Ryder and Kurt and Kurt Hawkins, but they I think they were the Edgeheads at the time. They might have been Edgeheads oh, Lackeys. Oh, oh. I kind of like that a little bit. Yeah, and the other tag team was uh, Jesse and Festus. Oh boy! Well, yeah. there you go, Alex, right there. And it was just so horrible. And I was just like watching. I'm like, who gives a shit about this match? And then they fucking had put the tag titles on on Kurt Hawkins and fucking Zack Ryder. I was like, what the fuck? Like, like what them? Okay. Every every title reign for Kurt, for Zack Ryder is always like, what the fuck, really? <laughs> I mean, in a good way, but it's like, so true. yeah. It's always like, uh-huh? Yeah. <gasps> so, moving on to the next segment of Raw. Yeah. Um, they show a replay of what happened to Apollo Crews uh, the previous week. Sheamus beat him up um, after Sheamus lost his Money in the Bank qualifier. Yes. Um, which brings us to... Which brings us to this backstage segment. Apo- with... Apollo Crews is... Your favorite wrestler. My favorite wrestler, Mr. Smiles himself. <laughs> um, he's doing push-ups backstage, and all you see is, like, feet walk up to him, and they're huge feet, you're like... Yeah. And, you know, Apollo Crews stands up really quick, like, ready to fight, and it's Big Show, who's just kind of, like, being kind of, like, relaxed, and, uh, and so Crews is, like, he's, like, he's under the impression that everybody <laughs> wants to take his spot as a young guy, like, oh, uh, he's one of the new era members, uh, please don't... The new, the old guard is, like, all, like, uh, threatened by the new era and stuff like that, so that's why maybe Sheamus attacked him, yeah. and stuff like that. Um, so Big Show basically says, like, I, I don't even, I, I can't remember the exact contents of what he said, but it was something along the lines of, like, you know, like... That's what he was saying, yeah. Like, you know, it's like, I'm not, I'm not here to beat you up, um, you know, like, he's just, you know, Sheamus is, he Sheamus should've. is scared, <laughs> Sheamus is scared that he's gonna lose his pl- uh, place on the roster. Yeah, yeah. So he was taking it out on you, um... But you, <laughs> Apollo Cruz, you need to you need to prove to you need to prove to everyone that you know it's you know you're taking the spot something along those lines. He also should have said stop smiling because like and I, I also made a note here that he, like that uh, Apollo Cruz looked at a Big Show with his with a glimmer in his eye and he, with a frown on his on his face and he said. Why did he pick on me? Yeah, and I was like, "Oh, yes. that is so not yes. intimidating. Yes. It's so gay." And then Big Show used the word. <laughs> Why bu- did you pick Big on Big Show me? used the word bully, and I was just like, "Oh, they're gonna uh, turn this into no. like, because like, you know WWE is really a, a, in, all up in that like the anti bullying campaign, the all a- anti bullying campaign." Yeah, and I was just like, "Oh God." But you know they kind of like moved away from that quickly. I, Thank I, you. It was quick. And this was honestly my favorite segment. 
from Apollo Crews since he's been called up. Because I actually thought it was well done. That's like, not saying much. Like, he didn't have an interview where he was just like, well, you know, I'm going to go out there and do my best, and now I'm going to smile about it a lot. Good luck to me. Like, Bye-bye. Like, it was just like a backstage segment where he wasn't, like, uh, yeah. he wasn't really recording. He was just prepping for, a, like, a, a match or whatever. And Big Show confronted him. It was like, it was kind of like an off, pretend off-camera um, segment. And I liked that more than what everything else they've done with Apollo since then. Yeah, well, I mean, that's not really saying much. I mean, like it was pretty much like a one-minute promo. So if that's the best Apollo Crews has got to offer at this point, then yeah, um, fuck that. <laughs> I don't care. And I was a little surprised by Big Show's involvement because I feel like he hasn't done anything in months. Like I haven't fucked, seen him. I forgot the guy existed. Or like I do. Let me saw him. Oh, maybe it gets like Brock Mania. Maybe at that, like, uh, I don't even remember. Did he fight Brock when it was like Brock like? main event shows like only on the WWE network and he got like his ass handed to him yeah I think he did and like it's got super oh yeah it was at the garden at the garden yeah oh at that MSG show right yeah and then he just disappeared so uh whatever it was a harmless segment and, yeah uh, I, you know I think it's I gonna, gonna I think they're teasing like a big show like mentor segment here okay which I can actually deal with because I've always thought big show was a good talker especially in the right role I as, he was as long as here. he's not being a comedic heel I've always found big yeah. show is actually quite a good talker he can and, cry on demand. I yeah, mean, he's he's very good with emotions. Yeah. Um. So uh, we also see a backstage segment where Gallows and Anderson say, like, I think they pretty much just said, you know, Renee Young interviewed them and said, like, you know, we're not just putting the tag team division on notice, we're putting the WWE on notice. Yeah. And that would pre- that was kind of like a prelude to what would happen later. Oh, okay. yes. And we'll, so we'll get to that later. Let's get some time for that. Let's, let's get... We'll yeah. set aside some time yeah, for that. We got to set some, 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 some time for all that, because that's a, that was a big, very big moment in Raw. Yeah, so... The first, the first half of it was not that... Uh, memorable honestly yeah um yeah I, I was texting fred throughout the show and i was just yeah. the first hour i was just i was so angry aside from the gallows and anderson interference in yeah. the tag match i was just i fucking hated the first hour of the show um and and in continuing why i hated the first hour of the show uh, yeah so fucking much is that we get a golden truth um you know, Second. segment. So they come out for commentary yep. for the first uh, for this next match. For uh, Brazongo was facing the Usos, so yeah, that's so two the of the U- most boring tag teams facing each other. Yeah, so you know, uh, Tyler Breeze and Fandango formed this tag team. You know, whatever. It, I kind of like them. I don't know why. I do too. They're like, so stupid in a funny way. They 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 and obnoxious. Yeah, they formed their team basically as the the anti the anti you know whatever Golden Truth. You know, as as repercussions of the Golden Truth forming, we formed this tag team inadvertently. Yeah. So it's like, and they're a much better fit for each other. Yeah, it's, it's the, they're actually probably a better tag team than most of the people they have on the main roster right now. Yeah, yeah, um, that's including sure. the Golden Truth. They're um, just in this horrible gimmick. Right, I mean, this horrible feud right now with the Golden Truth. So I mean, yeah, the Usos are you know, it's a the Usos are a established tag team, so there's no reason for them to lose here. Yeah. So obviously they get the quick win. It was very quick. It wasn't even. It wasn't wasn't even worthwhile um like watching the match yeah i mean like you, you got a feud where like the golden truth is oh and two they kept making fun of the fact that jb was making fun of the fact right that they have a losing record and break and brizango who were one and oh that oh they were right. one and oh all right they technically won right because they did beat the golden truth okay but then they lost to the usos and they blamed it on pretty quickly they blamed it on the golden truth who did absolutely nothing which was stupid and uh jbl once again please stop talking please get replaced quickly because you said i like the golden poop 
rather than the golden truth. Yeah, and you know the cricket, 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 free cricket sound. And I'd Bre- rather hear the king. Yeah, nothing really happened here. Brazango and, and Golden Truth kind of had like a little fight outside the ring. Golden Truth got the upper hand. I, 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 do we need this on Raw? Do we need three hours of Raw just to throw these guys on no. TV? What are they gonna do when Raw is one roster where it's half of this roster that we have now? And we have three hours of content to fill when we're already being Ugh, subjected to God. these two tag teams. Yeah, right. You, you, I mean, look at the product. Look at the look who's on the show right now, and then say, "Hey, guys, we're gonna have more of this." You know, I heard Taz of all people. He has his own like show. It's like a sh- oh, Michael Cole. Really? What you had to say about it? <laughs> I'm from the Red Hook section of Brooklyn. Yeah. Um, Team Taz. You know, he's he's got this like uh, he's got this like I guess it's like. A vlog. I don't know what it is. It's like an online video blog it's podcast like a thing. Podcast, yeah. Like, you know, like like a radio show. Every, every has like a rip podcast. Yeah, now. we do. <laughs> um, and uh-huh. he actually had a good. He had a good like theory of what they should do with Raw. Oh, really? Because you know you have SmackDown's two hours. Yeah. You're gonna have like they're gonna split the roster in half. Presumably, they're not gonna just give Raw pe- more people. You know. Right. Um. Maybe they'll give Raw the better half of the roster, probably, because it's the, you know, the marquee show. Of course. But rather than having three hours of Raw, they should have... The first hour of Raw should be the taped NXT tapings. Oh, okay. Like, just instead of having a third hour of Raw, from 8 to 9, have the NXT tapings, and then from 9 to 11, have the regular Raw the way it used to be. And, like, you could still have NXT on the network, and you can see it on a Wednesday... You yeah. know what I mean? But, like, just play play NXT on instead of that. I don't want to see... Like, get, g- give NXT okay. give NXT the television exposure yeah. that it deserves. Like, I actually... I heard... When I heard him say that, I'm like, well, damn, that's a, that's a damn good idea. I kind of... I... Okay, I'm I'm kind of on board with that. I I really do love the the small atmosphere of NXT though. Yeah, the small crowd. No, that's because, what I'm saying. I'm not saying it keeps it intimate. You know, no, like, no, no, no. Like no. when ECW got rebooted, they still kept it like sort of small. Like they kept that like that entrance way and stuff like that. They tried to do what they could to make it well. No, small. No, that's what I'm saying. Not you know? not make smack. Not not make NXT part of the raw tapings. Is have NXT taped like it already is and just air it the first hour. Of, on the Raw schedule, as opposed oh, to... Oh, yeah, okay. like Yeah, just play, like, the last NXT that was taped, the one where, um, you know, Samoa Joe and... and, and um, Finn Balor. And Finn Balor did the backstage interview. Like, yeah. air that. The, air the air last week's NXT okay. in the one-hour time slot. That would give them good yeah. coverage. No, I'm not, I'm not, good, saying, um, I'm not saying move NXT and have a full arena of NXT. Keep the small, intimate crowd. Just just put the tape... Yeah, just just put the tapings yeah. on the first hour of Raw and give them the exposure. Oh, okay. That's different then. Okay, so that would be good exposure for like everybody that um, doesn't watch NXT. Right, I mean... They'll, you they'll have see to this and the... be like, oh, this shit's cool. Let yeah, me, I mean, because you have Maybe to... I'll buy the network. You have to have the network. Because, yeah. I, I mean, I know people out there who don't have the network, you know, casual wrestling fans who mm-hmm. don't have it. So I think that would be that would that's like that was a great idea from Taz. I would I would actually love to see Taz back. Oh in, yeah, that's cool. Back doing commentary again over fucking uh, what's his face? God, I don't even know. Um, the king isn't the king on SmackDown. He is. He's a heel now though. Oh, is he really? I've heard it's good, <laughs> but um, Fred, I wouldn't yeah. know because we, we don't watch SmackDown. SmackDown, baby. Motherfucking whack town. It's whack, yo. It's whack town. Always will be whack town, and you can't teach that. I Check don't. your ass directly into the whack down hotel. 
You got a couple of haters. <laughs> I, love, I love saying that. Um, yeah, so I mean, uh, as I said, the first hour of Raw was fucking terrible. Yeah. And I was texting Fred you, about it, and we were very angry. It but was ratchet. It definitely, it definitely picked up in the second two hours, so... Um, yeah, so this is the cool parts. So uh, so we discovered... We, we got, we're getting through the wretchedness. Let's get through all the piles of shit before we can get to the gold. Yeah, so um, Roman Reigns comes out for the next segment. Yes. Um, of course, getting his mixed reaction that he always gets. More boos than cheers, as always. Um, and he yep. grabs a microphone saying, you know, two years ago, Seth Rollins broke up the shield. Um, and Seth Rollins has always been calling himself the man. And Roman Reigns says, well, I'm the guy. Can we, uh, can I talk about that? I'm the baby. Like, like what the fuck is going on? Like, th- really? Those are our, those are our fucking catchphrases. The man and the guy. And the guy and the person. And the club and, and, I, hey, and, Craig, the, I'm and the, the family. I'm the human. I, I disagree. I think you <laughs> I think you're a little abnormal there, my friend. Well, I didn't say what kind of guy it was. <laughs> Hello. So I, I'm here. Come on, come on. Like, like Seth Rollins is the man, and Roman so Reigns is, is is the guy. Really, really, those are our fucking great fucking catchphrases. Yeah. What like? Yeah. <laughs> this is like a far fall from the Rock and Stone Cold, eh? The bionic redneck and and the people's and champion. The, the most electrifying man in sports entertainment. To like, goddamn. Like, the guy. Yeah. To so, the guy. Yeah. Um, and originally I kind of liked a little bit of like, I'm not a good guy, I'm not a bad guy, I'm the guy. I kind of like, I don't give a fuck. But then I'm thinking to myself. He says it every week though. Yeah, but yeah, it's, it's true. It's not even a good, it's not even a good catchphrase. You know I what know. I mean? I know. And then I was thinking, if you say, okay, at least when John Cena, who we'll describe later, <sighs> at least when he gets booed heavily, he still acts like a good guy. And yeah. he still comes out to the ring, still acting like his part. Yeah. But when you say you're not a good guy or a bad guy, then what do we do with you then? Do we cheer you or you boo you? Or do we boo you? Fred, he like, just, he doesn't I mean? he doesn't care, man. That's what's but, so cool about it. But him. that's not cool. Like you're right. Stone Cold never went out and been like, hey, I don't care if you hate me or you love me. He just did what didn't he, get, he, he didn't. He didn't give a shit one did. way or the other. He, he wouldn't just, say anything. Right. About he just did what he did, and the crowd reacted. And that by was the way, it. the Usos run, won with an with a roll up. Oh boy, Craig's favorite. Craig's favorite roll ups. Yeah. Um, so Rollins comes out, and <laughs> I, I forgot about that. <laughs> so Rollins comes out to interrupt Reigns. I just had realized that. Um, and this was kind of like a long, drawn out um, segment. Um, I've heard mixed feelings about you know the people's reactions to this. I had a yeah. I had the. I felt the same way. Um, I had mixed feelings. I loved it. Um, I I know you probably don't agree with me, but uh, let let's just go through what he. I did. more agree with you than don't. Yeah. Um, so he walks out in his ring gear. So he's wearing, he's like dressed to fight. Like he's yeah. wearing his wrestling tights. He's got his new t-shirt on and yep. everything. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he, he, he starts walking to the ring. He stops like midway through the ring. Um, takes a few more steps. Yeah. Stops again. Yeah. Takes a few more steps. And then he turns around and he goes back up the ramp and it's like, oh, yeah, typical heel, you know, like right. I'm going to come out for a fight, but no, I'm not. Um, so then Rollins at the top of the ramp grabs a microphone. He's like, he's looking at the crowd, ga- gauging their reaction. Yeah. Every time he's about to speak, he doesn't spit out anything. He's just kind of like, ah, fuck yeah. it, kind of. Yeah, and then, it's, and then his music hits, too. Like, you think, so you think this is going to be the end of the segment. Yeah, yeah. And then Rollins comes out again, and you're running, and he's like, like, oh my god, oh my god, he, and then he stops again. He's sprinting and, to the ring, yeah. and he, and he stops again. And, and, then, yeah. and I, see, I liked it because it reminded me of when Jericho came back 
in 2011, <laughs> and like everybody was really excited to see him. But for like four weeks, he didn't talk on the mic. He was just too excited. Oh god, I he forgot was, about that. He didn't say a word, and oh, I thought yeah, it was like right. so, so good. As a heel, like, if you can generate heat without fucking talking and not doing anything, yes, yes. I thought it was so good. So, like, he t- kind of took a page out of Jericho's book, and he did the whole, like, I'm gonna I'm gonna do something, I'm gonna say something. No, no I'm not gonna fucking do it. And they're, yeah. pl- they're playing it up as, you know, like, Seth Rollins' mind games thing, you know, because he, he cashed in yeah. money in the bank against Roman and, and Brock Lesnar, so, yeah. you know, he's got the, he's, you know, he's... he's kind of like how edge was he's the ultimate opportunist so you never yeah. know when to expect when seth rollins has come out so that's why i really like the segment some people yeah. complained that it was a little too long i thought it was that, good. that's what i didn't like about it was, it was a little long it was a little long i was like okay they kept dragging this out a little bit but uh, the but i thought it was cool like once the music hit and then like you're, you're like okay finally this is over and then and then he came out again you're like oh my god he's gonna do it and then he didn't do it which is cool and then also the fact that this is actually like his character like he doesn't just like he like he attacks like right as you said at the opportune moment in the like money in the bank briefcase of WrestleMania yeah, and stuff right. like that he doesn't come down to the ring and be like okay you want to fight let's fight and he comes down to the ring and fights with Roman Reigns and stuff yep, like no, that nope, that's no no he Seth doesn't Rollins. do that he acts like a pussy and, and or plays mind games or yeah, whatever, yeah. however you want to like uh, analyze that so I think that was cool and also the fact that um you know Roman Reigns wasn't able to hit him yeah they didn't have any contact. So if you if you keep hopefully they can keep that up with having no contact with each other that will build up to money in the bank and then when they finally wrestle hopefully that'll get a good reaction yeah but we'll see we'll see I, I like but, that um, I, I liked it more than most yeah. people did I thought it was well done I knew it was a little dragged out but that's gonna just happen on a fucking Monday Night Raw when you have three, hour, three hours you have three hours to kill you know like you know with yeah. the Charlotte segment the previous week. Sometimes the segments just go a little too long for us. Sometimes, yeah. like last week, I didn't enjoy it because it was too long. You enjoyed it because, you know, you thought the emotions were really well played. Right. But right. for me, this one, I thought this was well played. And, you know, you maybe not have liked it as much. But that's that's fine. Um, I, you know, the only the only unfortunate part of it is... That's, it all depends on your mood, though, too. Like, when yeah, you watch the stuff. It depends going in, you know. It's fucking Monday. So, you know, <laughs> chances are I'm going to be pretty sleep-deprived on a Monday. <laughs> yeah. Um... But I, I actually enjoyed it, and I thought it was like probably the first real good segment of Raw. Raw definitely picked up in the second half. Um, yeah. Let's talk very quickly um, about the, you know this is totally not related to like what's actually happening on Raw, but they did announce um, that the new WWE video game is coming out, Ooh. and the exclusive person this year is, uh. is Goldberg. Uh. Um, and normally, normally I wouldn't Goldberg. even I wouldn't even acknowledge it, but. The last couple years, they've you know they've introduced like a wrestler who hasn't been in WWE for several years. What was last year? Sting. Last year was Sting. Okay. And two years ago was um, Ultimate Warrior. Ultimate Warrior, and then and like another year they had like the CM Punk stuff. No, or that was years. That, that back. was that was years back. But oh, okay. I, I'm just saying, like like that's their new thing. Is now they get these like they do this thing where like you, if you pre-order the game, you get like an exclusive cool. cool guy. But the, the, the thing I want to point out is that those two guys both made their returns to WWE shortly thereafter. Then. Ah. So Ultimate, Ultimate Warrior, eventually after he was in the WWE video game, came back to the Hall of Fame, and then he made that right. appearance on Raw before his unfortunate death. 
Um, yeah. And Sting, of course, made his return to WWE, his debut in WWE shortly after the video game. Yeah. So and, they're in contact. Yeah. You know, like that means you know it, that it they're starts, working it together. It starts the dialogue. Yeah. Exactly. So, there, I mean, there's always a chance Goldberg could come back. That'd be cool. He's supposedly in very good shape still. You know, I've, sure I've heard he's not yeah. as he's not as jacked as he once was, but I'm sure he's actually That's fine. Yeah, but I mean, just looking at the pr- preview for the promo that they put out, he looked he looked in damn fine shape to me. So I mean, this yeah. could be the beginning of something of getting Bro- of Brock uh, Goldberg back into the game, uh, back, be ba- awesome. back into you know the game of WWE. So that would be you know, yeah, it might be something to discuss down the line. Obviously, it's just it's all you know, it's all speculation at this point. But I I think it's a good sign that there's at least a a relationship yeah. with WWE now. Yeah, definitely. And if I'm thinking of like right now, dream booking this thing, if there was to come to a Goldberg main event, I mean, maybe whole, uh, Goldberg would be into the Hall of Fame, you know? Right. Um, but if that was going to lead to a WrestleMania match, I would love to see him versus Brock Lesnar again in a again, rematch. In a real where, good in match. In a real match. Not rest, that WrestleMania 20 bullshit. Yeah, where, that both, we guys, had to be where subjected both guys to. were leaving the company yeah, and, where, and didn't and give a shit. And they both said like, fuck off to the crowd, which was bullshit. I want a real match. Brock versus that because that build was awesome. Yeah, and 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 the match was such a letdown. If they do it again, that'd be great. And and they have nothing for Brock, so they might as well. Do, you know, it's a perfect thing to throw to them. Yeah. Anyway, um, so next on the card was uh, Rusev uh, with Lana facing facing Zack Ryder. Poor rat. Poor Zack. Yeah, Zack. I, I mean, oh, so, so we're kind of going back, and it's kind of you know, obvious squash match. You know, Rusev just won the United States title at Extreme Rules. So we all know. So, you know, he needs a he needs an easy victory the right here. On the wall. Um, you know, yeah. I, I like that Zach has at least become not a not like the jobber he was like a year ago. Like now like people, yeah. people at least are kind of starting to get invested in him again. But again, they're still treating him like a jobber. He, they always do cheer him though. They always do cheer yeah, him. Yeah, of course. Like like yeah. he, he always still gets a strong reaction, surprisingly. Yeah. You know, even though he gets loses all the the time, basically. Yeah. You know? Um, what do you think of, uh, I, I, I kind of noticed this also, what do you think of this, uh, Lana's role nowadays? I kind of just associated her now as just a Barbie doll now. I don't she, even, I, honestly, I, I, I think that she's there. I don't even notice she's there. And she That's did, sad, cause she, I, she did like the old school intro where she like, you know, she would come out first yeah. and then Rusev would come out. Like, I honestly like, I used I, to love that. I don't even fucking care anymore. And she's. She's huh, gorgeous. Like don't, don't get me wrong. She's gorgeous, but like she's so limited. And the only thing I did notice is that you, you she totally like forgot. That, she totally forgot her accent for the first two minutes of the promo. <laughs> did you notice that? Because she. Oh didn't, wait, that's just the, uh, I kind of like fast forward some things. So like maybe I missed that little part. Like I, she, um, honestly, she introduce him. Yeah, she introduced him. And, oh, okay. And he, she, I, I swear to God, she totally forgot until she said Rusev. Like that was the only thing she said that had an accent. So I mean, like I, I get that you maybe yeah you could get more assimilated as like being in a country long enough, but WWE isn't yeah. smart enough to like think th- forwardly like that. Look, like it was yeah. obviously she just made a mistake and forgot that she has an accent because well, she doesn't in real life she doesn't have an accent. Well, check out that that preview they they had at uh, Extreme Rules when they were right asking, they did a backstage, the backstage thing. segment with on the, the pre-show yeah, yeah where people were asking Twitter questions. But basically, Rusev was uh, talking in his regular voice. Yeah. And stuff like that. And Lana was the only one talking in a Bulgarian accent. Yeah. So, I mean, like, they either forget or they don't or they're quote-unquote assimilated now. I, I love Lana. I mean, I'm not just looks aside. I mean, she's a beautiful woman. But I think I, I miss her promos. Even in that 
that little backstage segment that they had. Gosh! She, yeah, and I think that in that um, preview that they had at Extreme Rules in the backstage, I think she held her own. Like, she was like, they're a bunch of idiots, you know, yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah. And I thought she did a great job and stuff like that. And I, um, I just miss her. She's just like, she's just there now. She's like Marcet, uh, Maurice now at this point. You yeah. Know? Rusev, after the match, uh, after he beat um, Zach. With the um, new accolade, the new, new um, version of the accolade. You know, he said what he's what America should all be about, and he called himself a. This is what I found interesting. He called himself a true American hero. <laughs> um, yeah, and you know, he made fun of cheese because they were in Green Bay. Apparently, <laughs> like, who gives a fucking shit? Um, and then Titus O'Neil of all fucking people. Oh uh, um, my god! I thought he was decent on this mic, on the mic in the segment. You know, that's probably the uh, only way he could be decent if he's defending America, because he was just like, he, he delivered he delivered the message well, but like, I just never, ever am going to see Titus O'Neil as a threat to anybody. Um, mm. Yeah, I don't know, you know, the, and of course, so not of course they it. made it, they made it like, uh, they made it a whole USA versus Russia thing, and the crowd's doing their stupid, you know, and like, USA! Yes, I like. Oh, yeah. God, you know, you make. We got it, it's America. Okay, yeah, I, you know, I we got it. Memorial Day. Okay, like, I, but he called. He's like, it's, you. You're not an Amer. You're not a Bulgarian brute. You're a Bulgarian bullhorn. Oh. Which I don't even know if that's not even a blowhard. Blowhard. Blow. Oh, is it a blowhard? Yeah. Oh. I thought I deleted all my notes. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, I, yeah, so, I, I, whatever. I, I thought it was bullhorn, so I was like, that was stupid. Yeah. A I, blowhard. I guess that was all right. Better, but so, whatever. Uh, you uh, know, so, they're, know, they're setting man. up for a Titus O'Neil Rusev's um, storyline. Uh, I couldn't give two shits, but... Yeah. I mean, it... God damn it. I, the only thing it's going to do is it's going to establish Rusev as more of a, you know, more of a threat because he's going to beat him. The Titus O'Neil's not winning the United States Championship. He's a uh, big dude. So he's a big guy, right? So it, it, it'll look impressive when right. Rusev beats him. As opposed to him being Kalisto, and it's just like, oh, he's just beating up a little guy. Right. Like, now he's going to he's gonna fight, you know, he's going to fight a big, fucking tall jack guy, so. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I, Titus O'Neil, you know, we know... Vince, Basically feeder. Yeah, he's feeder. At least, at least uh, I'm glad we're not just getting a fucking... Uh, the worst thing I could ever d- see is Titus O'Neil getting like an actual push, Ugh, which is what no. they were they were alluding to before he got suspended for touching no, Mc- no. Vince McMahon. Like they had him doing squash matches against like jobbers, and that really I thought he was me. done for after that Vince McMahon say- thing. I thought he was done for. See, he's like John Cena though. He's one of those charitable guys who does a lot for the fans uh, outside okay. of the ring. So. He's probably in good standing in the com- company. He just <laughs> fucked up because he touched Vince like an idiot. Um, <laughs> so, I mean, do we get a pay-per-view match out of this? God, I hope not. Of but, course we are. But we will, and it'll be shit, and Rusev will beat him pretty easily. See, I think like a lot of these a lot of these undercard matches for Money in the Bank are going to just be like like no reaction to just like horrible. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, we're going to have the awesome Money in the Bank matches, which I think is apparently now six men... Or is it still going to be a seventh man? Because because they didn't they acknowledge established six they men. acknowledged nothing on Raw about the seventh man. But the previous week Didn't they, they that, said it was seven. Right. And I checked the WWE website the yeah. night of Raw because I was like, I thought it was seven. Maybe so I was I, mistaken. Yeah. But I checked I the website it. and it still said seven on the website. Okay. So I don't know. 
Maybe a Bray Wyatt return. That's that was a rumor I heard. It could be Bray Possibly. Wyatt because he's close to returning. We haven't heard shite about um, Bray Wyatt. So, yeah, so we get a Shining Stars uh, quick promo. Who gives a fuck? Yeah, moving fuck on. It. Um, so we get now we're moving on to, into the women's segment again. Um, uh, okay. Now is this is something I didn't like. They showed a video package of Charlotte. You know, Charlotte telling Ric Flair to leave the ring from the previous week. Okay. And now they're showing. Oh, I forgot that. I didn't miss that. Part that's fine. Part. It they okay. showed they showed WWE superstars reacting to this segment. Okay. Yeah. And fuck. And they, <laughs> we're real professional here. We forgot to push the vibrate button. Yeah. Um, so you know we had to have one fuck up at least in this goddamn. It's podcast. every fucking week, man. It's every. We were pretty good week. for a while. Um, if that was on you this time. Yeah, this was my fault. Fuck. <laughs> um. So. Uh, they so basically they show WWE superstars reacting to the to the you know the the oh, events that unfolded uh, the previous week. We're making Ric Flair cry, leaving yeah. the arena. Charlotte is upset <laughs> herself. Um, but now they're treating Ric Flair like this innocent bystander, like forgetting all the things that he did. <laughs> like everybody was complaining that Ric Flair was helping her cheat. Was holding her down. Yeah, and was like he, like, was being, he was being an asshole and like putting, you know, like, you know, he, she'd be close to the ropes, he'd put her foot on the ropes mm -hmm. or, you know, he'd distract the referee. Like right. now they're just pretending Ric Flair is a face and I was like I was like watching something like really like we're we're gonna pretend Ric Flair was a fucking saint this whole time like I get that he's a legend know, but really. you've been booking him like an asshole since he came back like why the fuck are you like oh you, you shouldn't have done that to his dad that was that wasn't the right call I think maybe that I think despite that um, illogicalness that's not even a word um, I, maybe they're trying to push Charlotte as more to make cement her as the heel like being a bitch for kicking her dad out of the group that they had, you know, or something like that. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I'm I'm trying to make uh, it shit into gold, which is hard to do. So, eh, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Um, they show a backstage segment, and I, I did not like this part at all, where Charlotte was, um, Charlotte and Stephanie McMahon kind of ran into each other. Oh. And... And and, and and fucking Stephanie kind of like laid into Charlotte saying she was an embarrassment to the women's division and shit like and called her like spoiled brat and every time Charlotte tried to speak Stephanie oh, just yeah, coming told her to step back and just like you're a waste of talent like screaming at her I'm like I'm like what is what is what is this establishing like Stephanie's just being a fucking bitch to Charlotte. Like this is the face of the women's revolution. Yeah, I'm not calling it divas revolution anymore. It's a women's yeah, revolution. Yeah, it's a women's re revolution. Yeah, I, I don't. Uh, I don't know. It's just. I think it's just another reason for Stephanie McMahon to be on television. Honestly. Yeah. Like, there's no absolute reason for this, and if anything, it made it everything worse. Uh, get the fuck out of the way, Stephanie. Just, just, just leave. Yeah, so... It, there was no reason for you. They set up uh, Natalia and Dana Brooke. We'll skip ahead a little bit to get to that segment. So they do Natalia versus Dana Brooke with Charlotte in her corner. No, I did not like this. This was another just quick match. This Raw just, like, kind of dragged on. And honestly, I... Like, now that I'm reliving, like, going through the segments of Raw, like, I realize yeah. how bad of a Raw this was, minus the main event and a segment with John Cena later, yeah. which we'll talk about, but... I mean, this world is just shit. It just wasn't that good. Right, um, yeah. So we get Natalia versus uh, Dana Brooke. It's a quick two quick minutes. Match. 
two minutes and Dana Brooke beats her. Yeah, I think Charlotte um uh made Natalia um uh what the what she distracted her, distracted yeah. her, and she and and Dana Brooke beat her. So I so, okay, let's let's just let's just take that Dana Brooke shit out of the way, like that we don't like her, okay, and bubble and all that crap, okay. Let's get yeah. rid of that part, okay. Let's think of this logically, people. Okay, I'm trying, I'm trying to be objective. Okay, let's think of this logically. Natalia had had a feud with Charlotte yep. for the past two months. Yep. The first time Charlotte needed a screw job to beat her. She couldn't, she had about 20, what, what, maybe like 15, 20 minute match. She lost, uh, she ended up winning with the Chicago screw job. Right. Whatever. Then they had the rematch where Ric Flair was banned from ringside. Right. Charlotte also took about 15, 20 minutes and had a, kind of a hard time beating her and this is the women's champion people so then now on raw you have dana brooke beating that same challenger yep in like three goddamn minutes so what does that say about your current leader of the women's revolution that they're booking her like champion they're booking her they are booking her like absolute garbage and i was so not so talented Yes. And they've they've treated her like shit since she got called. I up. was so mad at this because, you know. And how many times are they gonna do this? Distraction leads to a good guy losing thing. Like it's the same thing as the roll up. Like can they like like why why does everything have to be the same formulaic? Easy to call ending to a match where it's like because there's no competition anymore. They don't have to think originally. Yeah, you're right. They don't. They just ha- they're just like okay, let's just do a roll up here. Blah blah blah. Yeah, that's it. Distraction. Does up, it really matter? Like no. I was actually like watching quote unquote the t- competition TNA. I was actually watching some clips. That c- anything that happens there gets no reaction. So like, this is clearly like a one man show at this point. So they can do whatever they want. It doesn't matter. They're, all, they're still going to watch it every week. But the logic didn't make sense to yeah. me. I was really, you know, I, I'm not trying to, like... Fred, I got some silver lining for you, though. Uh, yeah, oh, I was going to bring this up, but so go ahead. Dana and Charlotte are beating up uh, Natalia yeah. post-match. Yeah. And, you know, they're, yeah. they're setting up for somebody to come out for the yeah. same, Fred. And who comes out for the save? Becky Lynch! Becky Lynch! My girlfriend made the save. I, I thought it was going to be Paige. Um, Me you know, too. Sasha Banks would have been a good call here too, but <laughs> you know, be- it makes sense with Becky because they've already got the built-in. Yes. They've got the built-in feud with Dana Brooke and Emma. Of course, Emma's on the on the shelf, so you know, just pick it up with with uh, Dana Brooke and and Charlotte now. So anything with Becky Lynch? So I'm fine I mean, with. So I at least maybe we're gonna get a Becky Lynch and Charlotte program out of this because they weren't. I'm they, good with that. They didn't have a singles program when they feuded in the pre in previously. That's true, they were on the Sasha. team. They were in a team together. Yeah, and then at, at the Triple Threat at Mania, it yeah. also involved Sasha. Oh right, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it wasn't even a singles match. So at least we're possibly getting. Uh, I'm hoping a <laughs> Becky Lynch singles match. Yeah. So thank God. Yeah, I know Becky Lynch uh, supposedly fought Dana Brooke. I don't know the prediction. Of, I don't know what happened on that because I don't watch SmackDown. Um, Never will. Well, I might have to later. But, oh, God. July, yeah. baby. Yeah. So that was awesome. I'm like, yes, my girl Becky Lynch. What's up? Yeah. So, like, you know, so hopefully we're going to get a nice Becky Lynch-Charlotte match, which I ain't complaining about. Um. So we move on to go back a little bit here. And now we got Enzo and Mori and Cass. Yeah. 
versus the Duds. Yeah, my the two Dudley fa- boys. My, fa- my two favorite tag teams at the moment. Yeah, feuding with each other. I'm loving both of them. Yeah, I mean, I mean, this is this is the one storyline that they've had going for Endzone Cast since they came up is this feud with the Dudleys. Yeah, um, right I thought this was a good right tag. Uh, this was probably one of the better matches of Raw, saying how poor Raw really is. But I mean, I, I, don't don't get me wrong. It wasn't a bad match. It was just you know, it was just standard Raw. Tag team match. Nothing yeah. wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that, but the crowd was into it. crowd was really into it. Big cast. They make him look... Great promo. Great promo. Yeah. So goddamn funny. I love Enzo, man. He he can carry a fucking show oh, on. Man. I could I could watch a three-hour Raw where he talks the whole time. Yeah, me too. Yeah. He should be in the commentator's booth. Like That's what a, he should have did when he was injured, like punk. Yeah, that would have been awesome, but he, you know, he came back so quickly, so I'm okay with that. You know, um, I'm they're, they're high on big casts. Um, right now, which, yeah, they are. which is obvious because he's big and tall and jacked and stuff like that. He can actually speak on the mic, yeah. unlike other big doofuses. So uh, that's awesome as well. So um, and the thing is, it doesn't hurt the Dudleys at all either because the Dudleys nah. are like they're. This is just their. This is their role right now. They're the they're the veteran. They're the veteran team. You know, like they they could go on a tag team title run themselves. I could totally see it happening down the yeah. line. But at the moment, they're there to, you know, put over guys like, like Enzo and Cass who need the fucking rub right now. Oh, yeah, definitely. And, and they can help them. And they're the established, back, so. too. You know, it's like they're not it's not even like they're old and out of shape. Like when the New Age Outlaws came back like a year or two ago, <laughs> yeah. like they were just it's kind of like a joke tag team title run. Like the Dudleys are still fucking they can still fucking go at it. You know, like Bubba's like like maybe like health wise, probably in the prime of his life. Absolutely. You know, absolutely. he's not like this big fat blob anymore. And stuff yeah. like that, you know. Yeah. Um. So it was a good move. So um, Enzo and Cass get in the Dudleys get the win. Uh, Enzo and Cass get the win over the Dudleys. Um, good match. I had no problem with it. You know, and stuff like that. Yeah. So I mean, Fred, um, I'm gonna let you take the the reins on this next segment. I know you've been chomping at the bit to get to this, but um, mm-hmm. I'll, I'll set it, I'll set it up for you, Fred. We get to the return of the multiple. WWE cha- multiple time WWE champion, the uh, master of thugonomics, the doctor of thugonomics, I doctor. should say. Yeah. yeah. Um, the Marine himself, John Cena, makes his WWE return. Take it away, Fred. John Cena, I'm talking to you. You and your goddamn dick jizz towel. Now, I was watching you on television, and you expected a welcome back, welcome back segment, cheer from the crowd. We all knew that you wanted that, and we all knew that you wanted that so badly, but guess what you got instead? You got booed. Out of the fucking arena. And thank God you did. Because we do not want to see your goddamn jorts anymore. <laughs> that's not what I'm mad about. Nope, that's not even This close. is the beginning. So you didn't get your welcome back chant. That's okay. We're used to that. But he was gone for a long time, Craig. Was you he know, friend, was he really? Is he ever gone for a long time, or does it he felt just, like it? Or does he just always come back like like a recessed like 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 like, like a tumor that doesn't go away? I don't know. 
Hopefully you go to SmackDown and just stay there. So fight with Tinder. So no, no, I'm not done yet. I'm, I'm not done yet. I was gonna, I was gonna, I was gonna set it up for you. The next part. Can I do that? Not that other part yet. No, I'm not uh, there yet. I'm not there yet. I'm just saying, Fred. What? So what is one of the main things that we hate about John Cena? Is not only that he is that most people don't like him, but it's that you know he panders to the crowd so obviously. So what does he do on his return to Monday Night Raw, Fred? What does he do? Okay. So he does this little thing where he chants with the crowd, John Cena sucks. I'm not talking about that part right no, now. No, no, no. I'm not talking about that fucking part no, right no, now. No, 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 no. John Cena, you were standing in the middle of the ring expecting that welcome back chant. But guess what happened? It didn't happen. Nope. They booed the fuck out of you. And what did you do in response? You went on your little tirade about Memorial Day. Uh, and the Army and the Marine. Because you were in the Marine movie once. And you have your goddamn dog collar tags. Whatever the fuck they are. Uh, and you talk about how they fight for your country. And celebrating. And how much they sacrifice. And guess what you got? You got like a nice little clappy pop. You know what I'm going to say about that? And I, and this has nothing to do with, the, with me and my view for the army. Because I respect the soldiers. But I don't go around telling everybody telling that. Telling everybody. And, and not only that. Telling everybody. But you used it for a cheap Pop. Fucking pop. You knew you didn't get the welcome back chant. You knew you got booed out of the arena. So where did you fucking gun? You went for the fucking army. Cheap pop. If I can Fuck just you. interject I'm, for I'm a fucking, second. I'm fucking giving you the fucking bird He's right now. He's actually flipping the off our computer I'm right now. So, I was so insulted by your segment, John Cena. It's I was so, so... I'm speaking to you directly. Fuck the rest of the people right now. I'm speaking to you directly. I was so insulted because that... You obviously use that to get some kind of fan reaction, and and you and, and you got your uh, calorie tags that are that are merchandise. I can go to the I can go to the fucking merchandise stand and buy the same goddamn. Yep. You're a fucking merchandise stand. That's all you are. And you know what? I'm so sick of it with the salute and the dog collar. Those. I swear to God, I bet you that didn't even come from a real soldier. I bet you they're fucking fake and it says John Cena on it. WWE champion. I bet you it says that. So you know what? Fuck you. I'm so done with you. I, I, oh God. You know, I, I haven't had a problem with you in a while because, you know, you, you get the same, Craig, you get the same shit for like 10 years. Yeah. You, you just kind of accept it. Well, you, if, okay? if I, if I, right? if, if I can just This interject. was too much. This was too much. Calm down, Fred. Calm down. Calm down. Calm down. It's no, okay. I was mad. I was very mad at this. Um, I felt disgraced. Um, backstory to our WWE podcast, and we haven't had a lot of time to talk about John Cena because he hasn't been on TV. Me and Fred have hated John Cena for a very long time, and yes. I'm talking about passionately hating. Like, I, I, as much as you can hate somebody in the ring, Worse as much Roman as John Reigns. Cena. And but then they, there comes, there came to a point in like I want to say like 2010, 2011. 
where you just stop caring as much about him. You're where, like, he's going to win. Right. So where, whatever. To, to the point where you, you don't even hate him as much because you just know he's going to win. Or you know he's going to be, he's going to get the last laugh. You know, even when Kevin Owens beat him and, you know. That one time. That one time he had to beat him like seven other times to prove that he could win. You know, like. Bray but, Wyatt in the cage match needed his go- whole goddamn family and cousins and inbreds so to fucking beat John Cena. There, there, there is there is some animosity in this room when it comes to talking about John Cena, but there's also a complacency amongst the two of us where we yes. just kind of accept the fact that he's there. Yeah, you know, it, it's like a rash. You know, like you know, like I hate having this rash, but you know what? I know no. it'll go away, and I know it'll flare up again. <laughs> that you know, it's like crabs. It's like crabs. I don't, yeah. I don't have crabs, everyone. I don't have Becky. I don't have crabs. Just so you know. <laughs> We'll have to ask Jen that later. Well, <laughs> hi Jen. Hi. You have crabs. <laughs> uh, uh, but like, so, all right. So that's the backstory on Cena, and then he does this. He comes back, and we're like, okay, yep, John Cena's gonna be here. He's gonna do his thing again, and then he just panders, as you said, he panders to the crowd. Cause you didn't get you welcome fucking, back, Jen. The fucking military, like. Anybody you could get say your that, back. but it's got to be John Cena saying it because, ugh, and he says it so seriously. Men and women of this nation, oh fuck sacrifice you, sacrifice oh. Fuck you, fuck you. Invitation is bothering fuck me. You. Fuck you, you fuck I know you. you did that because you did not get the. You were standing there. I've seen while you while the crowd. I've seen you on Total Divas, and you're a douchebag in real life. You, you are, are not the genuine guy that you try to make yourself to be on TV. So stop shoving that garbage down our fucking throats. And I'm so, done. I'm done hearing about the goddamn charity you do. I don't give and a I'm shit. And I'm about all the publicity they all you do. do. They all, all do, it. do it. All the wrestlers do it. Daniel Bryan still does it. He's not even wrestling. Fucking Titus O'Neil does it. Fucking Africa. He's like, nobody. Saving ethnic use or whatever the fuck he's doing. Like, fuck <laughs> this. So, so fuck I, you. I, I'm, I'm not doing I'm instantly that. Instantly pissed off as much as you are. Maybe not to the extent that you are. But I then, was. Ins- I really was insulted by this. this you know, fucking because he 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 so was doing that to get a, a positive reaction. Yeah. You know that. Of course. Pandering. He got, he got Pandering. so booed more than Roman Reigns. By the way, yes, he did. He got booed more, and he stood there looking at the crowd like. Probably like, what? I thought they wanted me back. Okay, oh, 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 oh. Let, me, let me let me bring up the army stuff. That that'll be good. And stop. You were in a marine movie once, uh, like like goddamn ten years ago. Stop doing the salute. It's not. It's not even relevant anymore. The Miz should start doing it because he's actually been in more marine movies than you have. <laughs> he has. I know you're right. I I mean, right? I mean, he's been in like three of them. Okay. Teddy uh, Junior's been in one. Fred, we could go on about this forever. I'm sorry, but I know, this was really I know, bothered I know, me. I know. We have so many more episodes of podcasts to cover our hatred I know. When of we, John we will Cena. get that episode. And there are moments when I don't even hate him as much as I do in in moments like this, but this was a horrible way to, to reintroduce me to his character. Like, like, let me just shove all the things I hate about you right up your ass as soon as I'm back. Right, right away. Just to, just to remind us. So, thankfully, 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 AJ Styles comes. Wait, well, let's first talk about it. Cena talks. Finally, after his Marine shtick, 
He, yes. he, he cuts a promo Darryl saying, like, pissed. you know, I apparently I've been gone a while. There's a new era in WWE, but I want everyone to let you know that the old era isn't gone yet, and I'm not going to back down from a challenge from anybody. Which was cool. Okay, I'll give him that. That, that was, was cool. that was fine. That, that part was, was fine. That was, that was fine after your fucking time. There he is on the fucking television. Fuck you. Um, so AJ Styles comes out, and this gets the... And, and honestly, uh, I... I, I kind of want... We had speculated it would have been a Rusev segment with them last week. Yeah, because um, Memorial but, Day! Ruin US yeah. title! Um, but when when I saw the Rusev segment took place before this mm. with Zack Ryder and then they set up this you know, Titus, Titus O'Neil thing, thing, I was kind of like sitting there, I'm like, ah, maybe... And AJ didn't have the spot in the Money in the Bank. Yeah, and I was like, I was like, man, I don't know who's going to do this at this point. And then AJ's music hit and I'm like, holy shit! <laughs> and fucking AJ Styles yeah. comes out and he says like, you know, like... You know, like you know, I, 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 I forget what his exact words were, but something along the lines of like, I've been waiting years to. to We've been in two moment. different worlds for a long time. Yeah, and I've been waiting years and the for this. Crowd moment. was so good in this segment. There was like the, ten minutes of like AJ chance. style. Let's go, Cena. It was great. That was that was of, awesome. They that was that breathe. The, that was the best moment of this raw by far. Yeah, was just that like. Like it felt like a big match feel to it, and it almost felt oh, like, yeah. like a yeah, yeah. to me it Definitely. felt like almost like a WrestleMania type of like build moment, like where you're wow. just like you're like oh you have two huge faces going at each other, and you hear the crowd doing the dueling chants. That was just it built it, and they well, yeah. dra- and they dragged yeah, the, it out just enough where it was just like man, I love this. We have the face of TNA. Yeah, for like ten years, AJ Styles, and you had the face of WWE, WWE for like ten years, right. John Cena. So this is like a I wouldn't. I wouldn't really go as far as say a dream match. I haven't been dreaming about John Cena. I, well, I never dream about John Cena, but like I'm, I'm, I'm not dr- ever dreaming about John Cena and AJ Styles. But you know, it was cool that they did mention the whole like uh, thing about it. You know yeah. what I mean? Like you know, we come from two different worlds, but uh, you know, uh, let's, let's take great, let's do it. This is a so, great so, so 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 and Anderson come out now. The week before. We thought that the cl- the club had disbanded. Well, they had disbanded. According to that, they said that they were going to uh, part their separate ways, and that they were uh, yeah, and stuff so like that. They kind of they kind of looked like we were going to get some kind of tag match, kind of right off the bat here. Yeah, it would have been really Which cool. Been cool, actually. AJ Styles and John Cena versus the club, and yeah. you know, just just as you know, the the club gets into the ring, fucking heel turn. AJ yeah. attacks John Cena. And beats the shit out of him. I love this segment. This was done so well. This is how you can drag out a a segment, because I feel like this went on for at least 10 minutes. And it was phenomenal. Phenomenal. Yeah, it was Best segment of Raw by far. And amazing. Like, Roman Reigns broke down Styles, but John Cena segment, that brought that boy back up where he should be. So, I mean, the main event Styles style. goes heel, the club is back together, and... He beat him up, like, five times. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Every like, time he, like, like, would leave the ring, he would come back and beat him up some more. It was funny, because it was like, Rollins kept doing that, only the opposite. Like, he, he was... He wouldn't do he anything. Would, he would hint at it, but except AJ kept going back and forth to beat him up more. Right. Which made Styles look amazing and stuff like that. So, and you know what, John Cena? Fuck you, because also... Cause you, you know what the worst part of this is? He's gonna fucking ruin Styles. Oh yeah, I'm sure. And that's the worst part about this. Here's what's gonna happen: Styles is gonna win the match at Money in the Bank. Then they'll have 17 rematches, and Cena will win them all. Yep. 
each yep. time getting shorter and shorter. But in the meantime, this was a great My favorite segment. part of let's, this. Let's like, just cherish this moment now. Yeah, it was so while good. While we can. It was so because good. Because we won't get this. <laughs> right, we won't, we won't be this happy in four weeks. From exactly. Now. Oh, yeah. No. Um, <laughs> like, but I loved heel turns like all, like all pretty much all the time. Yeah. I love when you. I love when you when I when you're not expecting it. I was not expecting it today. I, I even when even when the club got into the ring, I'm like, oh, this is like because I I thought the next feud was, you know, AJ was gonna feud with the club, and I yeah. don't, I like I thought maybe he would do some handicap matches or something, and I thought this was great. I did not see that coming at all. Um, I. It, I love I love when a heel turn comes out of left field like that. It's it's great. As soon as they said for me, it was like as soon as they said we're gonna come down and fight right now. I I knew kind of that it was gonna happen. I was where I was just, I was hoping it was gonna happen. And thank God it did. My fucking one of my favorite wrestlers of all time, AJ Styles. I hope you beat the shit out of Cena, just for me, just for that bullshit that he pulled last week. Fuck you, John Cena. Yeah. Um, and and also to the side note, commentators, shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. You, you, God damn it. You couldn't you could not get these people to shut the fuck up more. You know, they, they don't have anything exciting to say, but they like to speak. So, like, you know, this was an important segment. Just shut the fuck up. Yeah. Shut up. They I'm never, like, they never let, the, they just never let the moment just happen, you know, and just like they did that one time. They did it one time, AJ. Yeah, but this was something that really, really important for AJ. You should have shut the fuck up. Yeah. Um, there he is. Very there. quickly, Bush, very Bush quickly, Bay. there was um, they did a, a quick Dolph Ziggler versus Baron Corbin rematch, which we talked about. Really? Last I don't week. remember. It was really quick. Um, I'll I'll just run through it quickly because it was stupid. Um, so. You got no they, reaction. They, they showed they showed Dolph Ziggler like as a kid like doing like amateur wrestling like they showed stills of him doing that. Oh yeah, right. That was cool. And um, you know Ziggler told Corbin he's gonna wrestle him out of his boots basically. Yeah. Um, and then the you know the match starts and he just Ziggler kicks him below the belt and gets DQ'd and walks off. I, I actually thought that, I actually liked that. I was like that, that was, was the best cool. Dolph Ziggler has done in months. Is like <laughs> like just him being a dick and just like oh, I'm gonna fucking kick you in the dick, man. I, I don't give a shit. I'll get DQ'd. And he even walked out and he was like, and the winner of this match is Baron Corbin, but the loser is also Baron Corbin. So I actually liked that. because it was payback like I, I, I like yeah. Rules. It was it was payback for the Extreme Rules no disqualification match that yeah. they had. Where uh, Corbin hit the low blow on him to get the win, yeah. so I actually like that. Um, I, I I guess we're gonna get more of this. There's not much more to t- talk about, yeah. but um, obviously Money crazy. in the Bank coming up. The biggest match on Money in the Bank, aside from the world title match, is the actual Money in the Bank ladder match. Yes. So Thank God. we get the logical three heels versus three t- faces in this match. So it's Jericho, uh, Kevin Owens, and Alberto Del Rio versus Sami Zayn, Cesaro, Cesaro, and. Jer- uh, no, 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 I'm sorry, Ambrose. And Ambrose. Um, now, they did some backstage segments with them. I didn't like the face one that much, like the, the three faces. Yeah, they were just like, um, well, well, watch out for there. that guy, watch out for that guy, well, watch should... out for that guy. Yeah, that so the strategy was like, watch out for all of them. That one was like, <laughs> I, was like, I was like, okay, what a strategy. Yeah, like... they just showed them prepping. It wasn't that It wasn't, It wasn't. wasn't that good, but I really liked the heel one. They were like arguing with each other. Yeah, yeah, was Kevin great. Owens and Jericho. I've never seen that. I kind of want to see an er- a Jericho Owens segment <laughs> now because I know it'll be hilarious because they're so good on the mic. Making some weird things like, 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 oh, the like Jericho, Jericho said something about, yeah, Jericho said something about like Kevin Owens, like, I hate this guy. And like, Kevin Owens was like, actually, Chris, I don't have a problem with you. Yeah, like, <laughs> I thought that was hilarious. 
but now I do. And I think Jericho was trying not to laugh. I yeah, think, yeah. Too. Like, like it was awesome. Man. Yeah, like Alberto Del Rio was, was kind of like a throw-in, but the other two, the Jericho and fucking like, Owen. I would have got out with Page or whatever. It was re- it was really funny. So it sets up the tag team match yeah. as our main event. Um, this was the logical main event of the match. You, you just got to do this match. I thought this was yeah, a they, very, they very, very good match. They always do like this for Money in the Bank. They always do, like, multi-man matches to, yeah. like, you know, set up some bullshit, you know? Yeah, like, so uh, the match went actually almost 20 minutes. It was, it had a good big match feel to it. It was uh, pretty yeah. much the only match that actually went any distance on the show for a very long, yeah. for a three-hour show. It was the only one that got, that got a lot of time. I thought this was a great match. Um, it makes sense to give the, the faces the win here. Of course, um, you know? You know, I, it, hopefully it didn't, yeah, he'll win. Yeah, Kevin Owens. Hopefully, I think Kevin Owens is winning this. Um, yeah, there's Price always fighter, there's always a chance winning. that if they throw if they do do the seventh guy, the seventh guy could win as a surprise entrant. Type yeah, of but uh, maybe yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, I I it was a solid finish to Raw with the uh, Cena segment and the AJ. Mm. And the six man tag, but uh, aside from that, yeah. the first two hours of Raw was kind of shitty. Uh, it was garbage. It was pretty wretched. Naturally. Minus the club beating yeah. up the Usos. That, yeah, that was good. Raw, Raw, not the Usos. Yeah, two thirds of Raw was pretty wretched, uh, especially John Cena. We're watching on television now, getting all passionate about the army and bullshit like that. I'll, I'll, fuck you. Yeah. Oh, and he's got his. Oh, and I forgot he's got his red, white, and blue colors on with his brand new T-shirt. He. This guy is like a walking merchandise stand. Yeah, I, I I can't stand him. Like, he wears ev- everything that he wears. You could buy. Yeah, I, this is so. I mean, I, I don't want to get back into John Cena. Yeah, no. I mean, this was a pretty. You know? This was a pretty mediocre raw. There were some highs. There were some lows. Yeah, average. I, mostly lows. Um. Yeah, I'll give it a middle of the ground rating. There, nothing. Nothing worth saying. Not, <laughs> not, nothing worth really analyzing more because I feel like nothing really was established other than creating some minor feuds that we don't give a shit about, like Rusev. And well, and the big feud with Styles and... and yeah, Styles right. And that, was the that, big, was, that was the big the thing. Biggest, the biggest thing to come out of this role was the AJ Styles heel turn and the club reuniting, and we're going to get AJ versus John Cena, which is just going to be cool in itself because It'll we've be never awesome. seen that match before. Yeah, no. And those are two I never the, thought... I would ever see that match. Yeah, I never thought AJ was going to come because, you know, I, like, I, I know... I never a, thought he'd be here. AJ <laughs> was in TNA for so long, and he was... So young when I remember first watching TNA yeah, back when I actually he started in the first show when I actually watched TNA back in the day when they had the nine ninety nine pay per views he was on the first show he yeah. debuted on the, so he was like really was the de facto fate uh, yeah. of the company yeah not, not Jeff Jarrett goddamn no 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 fuck him slap nuts I put my fingers up in the air slap nuts um. But yeah, I thought it was. Sense. I thought Raw definitely picked up in the second half. Um, you know, they have some work to do. You know, they got to figure out what they're doing here, because I feel like uh, with the draft coming now, I feel like booking is taking like a back seat now. Because I feel like, mm-hmm. you know, the AJ Styles heel turn was very good storyline wise, but I feel like there was no well, progression to the pay per view otherwise than that. Like I, I no, I, you can pretty I, much guess the matches, but yeah, you know, yeah. I mean, they, like, they're not officially announced. Yeah, nothing anything. really, nothing really changed in the the Money in the Bank match, which nah. is like you know the marquee match of the show. I hope it, that gets a lot of time. Yeah, I, I'm gonna assume so. I mean, you've got three of the best guys. You've got six of the best guys. Six of the best guys. Yeah, six of the best guy workers in the company. You know, maybe Alberto Del Rio's the Besides the outlier. Styles, yeah, right, and yeah. they're they. It, it's gonna be a good match. Um, I'm still going I agree with you. I think Owens wins this. Owens. Owens is. Owens is the gonna be the next big heel of this company. So, Definitely. 
Um, and we were actually talking about. Um, I could see, sure I could we... also see Ambrose winning it, but I I feel like he's more of like a second second place. I, I don't nah. think I think he'll kind of always be like fringe main event mid Carter guy, kind of like yeah. Jericho was like in a Roddy his early Piper days. type yeah. of thing. Like he'll never win the world title, but he'll like be like a big star. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, that, definitely. That's a, that's a great comparison. That's know. a great comparison. Yeah. Um, basically, um, yeah, I'm excited for Money in the Bank though. Like you know. I, it's gonna be pretty cool. Um, I like I said. I hope they get. Um, we were. I think we were talking about a few weeks ago or last week. I can't remember that. Um, they're lacking. They were lacking heels. You know. Yeah. Like a lot of faces. We were talking about that. You know. So like. So now you got Rollins back. You got AJ now as a heel. Yeah. You got that, the club. You, you got know, the club. You yep. know. We got. Uh, I don't know what Bray Wyatt's role gonna be. You got be Owens. You got back. Jericho. You Jericho, got. You know, I mean, Del Rio yeah. and Sheamus and all those guys. Yeah, so the fillers. The the, 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 fine, the mid the mid card and and heels are growing, so that's good. But they're good. But they're but they're they know how to work. So like at yeah. least that. You know, if they need yeah, to step both, up, they will. Yeah, they're both will. former world champions, so it gives them credibility. Exactly. Regardless if they're not threats anymore, they were threats at one point. Right. Exactly. Um. So cool. Yeah, I mean, we got so we got a couple weeks to uh, Money in the Bank. Hopefully, we get a little more storyline progression. As I said, I, 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 you know, I think with this upcoming draft and this roster split, and with them, with them clearly not knowing what they're going to do at this point, I uh, think, I think booking is taking a back seat, and they're (laughs) kind of just letting Money in the Bank happen because it's one of those pay per views where it's a gimmick. So you just let the gimmick do all the speaking. So the gimmick is the Money in the Bank ladder match. Yeah. Um, two and, weeks later, you're gonna you know, split and, everybody. Right. So, so yeah, yeah. they don't. You know, they're they're not even really sure what they're doing. So um, you know, I, I we I think we actually said last week Cena. Mm-hmm. Our theory was Cena would go to SmackDown, and and we both That's said we could see AJ going to SmackDown, and now it makes even more sense if they're both gonna continue the feud. Oh, definitely. Because you know this isn't gonna be a one month feud. Where, oh no, no, where no. you know AJ gets the win, and then especially that's it. After, especially after that attack that J, uh, Styles gave to him. No way. Yeah. No way. Definitely not. Yeah. Um. Anything else? Um. You want to talk more about Roy? We got some miscellaneous news to just go over. We got a little more time left. You know? Um. No, I mean, crazy. We we got but... NX, We got NXT Takeover coming up this Wednesday, so that should be fucking great. Oh, right. Yeah, that's gonna be great. Uh, um. I'm Joe. actually all caught up on NXT, so I can actually talk about it a little bit. Oh, I, um, I'm not. So you can. Uh, yeah, I'll, any, I'll talk about no, anything of note. I mean, um, we all know. Yeah, I mean, we got know. Nakamura versus Austin Aries, so that'll be a fucking that'll great. Be good, that'll be that's gonna be great fucking match. great. Give them twenty minutes, let them do what they fucking do. The no crowd'll be totally fucking into it. Definitely. Um I'm Just looking Nakamura forward to the alone, American you know I mean? Alpha facing Revival again. Yeah, yeah, me too. That's gonna be a good match. Um I didn't realize how poor the revival were on the microphone until I heard them speak this oh, past, really? this past week. But um you know, their, that's fine. They're their they're actions speak louder than words. Yeah. The, so. You know? No flips, just fists. That's it. Um the women's championship match, I couldn't give two fucks about. I'm sorry, Nia Jax, she sucks dick. Nia Jax will be yeah, facing Yeah, she's, not a, very, uh, she's Asuka. not a very good wrestler, but... Um, and, and, you know, like, I, I started watching Battleground a little bit, and, you know, just seeing her background is, like, basically she knows she's overweight, and that she's, like, gonna try and do these, like, weight loss programs, but then, like, I see her taking, like, a drive with, like, Dana Brooke, and she's fucking eating cheeseburgers, I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, you're fat fuck. I'm sorry. She's not good. She just because she's related to The Rock doesn't mean you have to fucking hire her. She's shit. She's a fat shit. She has the worst well, that's leg how drop. People get pushed. Dude, and her finisher know? is a leg drop, Fred. A leg drop. But Hulk Hogan, right? Today, Hogan. 
Today's day of age could do a better leg do- drop than Nia. She Jack. literally just falls on the person. Yeah, with her no, leg, no air, no, no air. air. It's just like it's just like, yeah, it's horrible. Um, so she'll she's fighting Oscar, right? Yeah, she's fighting Oscar. God, I hope they don't throw. The Bailey team. is hurt. I don't know if that's a work or a shoot, but she's hurt. Yeah, she hasn't so, really wrestled in the last couple weeks. So, so she's been the, there. She's been there at the tapings, but she hasn't been wrestling. So yeah, that would make sense. So I think at the next next one in Brooklyn, she'll probably take on the winner of that match. Yeah. Um. um I, and anything else? Any other matches signed or? Uh, yeah, there's a couple other matches. Uh, you know, those are the main ones. You got know. Samoa Joe versus uh, Finn, oh, Balor Finn Balor in, in the main event in the cage match. First ever cage match. First on cage NXT. match in NXT. It's at, it's actually Finn Balor's first cage match of all ever. He's never oh, had really? one before. Oh, okay. that's pretty so that'll cool. be cool. Um, but the the my intriguing the thing that intrigues me about NXT is that they're calling it the you know you know they give a name to the takeover shows kind of like the old in your house pay per views. Oh yeah, they yeah, would give yeah. it like a subtitle. Buried alive, buried or whatever, alive, yeah. or Generation X. Um, yeah. So they're calling this one the end, and oh. they're calling it the end, and it's based on the storyline between Joe and Balor, right. where they're saying like this is it, this is the, this is our last battle, like yeah. you're going down. I mean, so they're basically acknowledging that they're not going to fight again. So where does Finn Balor go when he eventually loses to Samoa Joe again? Well, probably going to go up. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, because that's what I'm saying. If they're splitting this roster. I mean, he's more than ready. To, he's more than ready. He's more than primed, and ready to go. I mean, you know, he's got he's the not, en- he's we, got the cool entrance. He's got the great wrestling moves. I don't know. I mean, put him on TV. Put him on te- television. What's put him on the, television. What's the point? So now my theory of like. The Finn Balor Club uh, yeah, that happening goes out, it goes out the door now that I said last week, now that uh, the club is back together. Yeah. But um, that's fine. Actually, I'm kind of glad with that, about that. I'd rather be... I'd rather him be by his own, be this like yeah. mysterious entity, yeah. like come out with that creepy entrance yep. and stuff like that. I'm totally cool with it, so whatever. So, uh, you know, the fact that they're calling it the end, and I, I think I heard a rumor that the NXT Brooklyn show was originally going to be called NXT The End, and uh, then that they pulled it and renamed this one. So I, I think they might, I think this might be the end of Finn Balor and NXT, which is yeah. terrible news for NXT, but great news for WWE, because yeah. they got to call up the guy. He's in his mid-30s now, you know? Wrestling doesn't, you don't you don't go yeah. much past 40 after re- in wrestling. Shit. So yeah. call the guy up already. It's, it's we. I need to see Finn Balor at a WrestleMania. That would be fucking awesome. Him with, and with his intro. Not, oh my God. Maybe not wrestling together, but like, I got to see those entrances at WrestleMania. So I have to. Takeovers this Wednesday. It looks like it's... It's gonna be a damn good show. I mean, when is I'll take- watch it live. when is a takeover show ever bad? Never, never, never. Um, so, Fred, do you have anything you need to recap? Um, nothing crazy. Um, uh, I, I read I read that there's some issues with Vinnie Mac and the uh, the Undertaker. Uh, really, Vince McMahon would like the Undertaker to wrestle um, at SummerSlam. Uh, he's oh, called okay. he's called the Undertaker numerous times, but Undertaker will not return his phone calls. Apparently, really, uh, he did he did not. Yes, he does not want to. He's uh he's ghosting him, as they say. The new, the cool kids say. Well, he did rest in peace, so that would make sense. <laughs> it's part of his gimmick. That's right. Uh, he he, he didn't want to. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was good. Uh, <laughs> I got douche chills. Just that the words coming out of my mouth. Though. Douche chills. Anyway. Uh, so anyway, uh, he he pretty much kind of been 
hinting at the fact that WrestleMania 32 is going to be his last match anyway. And um, I don't think also, I, I honestly don't believe which that. I don't believe. Because, I don't believe like, that money. Talks I feel like he, I, I think he says that every needs, year though, doesn't yeah, he? Yeah, he does, and he needs a pro. He he needs a proper send off. Or that like, was not the, the proper send off. Or like the next Shane night McMahon. I, I don't want I don't yeah. want Undertaker's last match in WWE to be a Shane McMahon, like where he was going to obviously win. Yeah, um, uh, and then like usually they would with. Everyone's last match, quote unquote. They always do like, like the next night on Raw, yeah, where like, they come out and yeah. everybody celebrates with them, or he um, does like the one more speech. I could definitely see the next WrestleMania being his uh, last. Uh, that I could see, yes. and it would be against John Cena. That's the only logical last match he could have against at this point. Yeah, because that's like a dream match type of thing. Um, you and know, even so. as us, me being a John Cena hater myself. I would love to see that fucking match. Oh yeah, I that can would see just that. be like. I could see that. It would be like a. I would like it. It'd be a wrestling booking dream match. Like honestly, yeah, it would yeah. be a crap garbage. You know, do your five fucking clothesline <laughs> of doom that you always do. Like, but yeah, I know. It, like you know, it'd be like when Hogan versus uh, Hogan fought Vince McMahon at like WrestleMania. I forget what Mania was like nineteen. I think. Um, it uh, was, yeah, yeah. It was it was a shit match. The match was shit, but it was just like the so, aura yeah. surrounding the match because of the two guys in the ring, like. Basically. There was something about it, like it, it like it. The storyline was that the two guys were in the ring, not that the match was good at all. It was just like the crowd was crazy. So I feel like that 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 would that would probably be Undertaker's last match in WWE. I could see that definitely for sure. Maybe um, maybe they plant yeah. the seeds at SummerSlam. That would be cool. That would like, be cool. Have a long build yeah. like they yeah. did like they did with John Cena and The Rock a couple years ago, where they had a year come to and build up. Stuff, yeah, you know, he doesn't so have to fun, be on every know? fucking show. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, that this could all just be rumors and, and speculation course, just course. to throw everybody off and stuff like that uh what else we got anything good um oh this was interesting uh <laughs> uh if, if you don't know jimmy snooker oh god was um he was uh charged for third degree murder of his uh well obviously ex-girlfriend because she's not oh, i thought rat. they were still together <laughs> <laughs> You and I came to visit you. The Undertaker grave. could make that work if you yeah, know what I mean. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, in 1983, the judge this week ruled that Snuka is not competent to stand trial. What? So wow, that is big news. So he's basically literally getting away with murder. Yeah. Uh, getting away with murder. I don't how I don't know how this was pull, how they could That was Daniel Pewter's theme. You remember Daniel Pewter, friend? God. The one, yeah, the one million I, dollar tough enough winner who almost broke Kurt Angle's fucking arm on SmackDown. Yes, I do remember him. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so that was really crazy. I, I don't know how that worked out, but what? A, um, that's fine. I mean, you know. Uh, well, I, I mean, it's no, no. I'm sorry, it's not fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's fine. Yeah, Murder your wife. I didn't realize. I just Murder said your that. Wife. Sorry. Thirty years sorry ago. Sorry about that, fine. everybody. No, it's fine. Becky, Becky, Becky. I it's would not. Fine. I would not kill you. I would not kill you. Uh, no, it's no, fine. no, we no. Can kill you. It's no, fine. I would never it's do that. It would game. never be fine. It's it would... part of oh, the game. Come on now, come Becky, on, Becky, Fred. Becky. I'm watching AJ Styles beat up John Cena. I'm passionate right now. Ooh. I, I can't. I'm passionate. Oh God. Try to step away from you. Oh God. Oh God. So anyway, anywho, <laughs> that was a big spike. All right, guys, that'll do it for. <laughs> Let's end it on a creepy note. Yep, as always. Gotta make it weird. Definitely. Um, that'll do it here on the Wretched Wrestling Podcast. We have made it to nine episodes, Fred. We're going to double digits next week. Yeah, buddy! Woo! Woo! 
so <laughs> monumental moment. People. So we're a couple away. We're a couple weeks away from WWE Money in the Bank. We got NXT Takeover the end this weekend. Yeah. Follow us on Facebook at www.facebook.com/slash/wretchedwrestle. You can also follow us on Twitter.com at wretchedwrestle. Wretched wrestle. Yes. Uh, not the verb, but the noun. Yes. And you could also subscribe to our podcast at wretchedwrestling.podomatic.com. We are now on iTunes Woo-hoo! and Google Play on Woo-hoo! Android devices. So we yeah. will see you guys next week here on the Wretched Wrestling Podcast. I am Craig Dixon. And I'm Fred Robbins. If you ain't listening to this, you're a loser. You're a loser, man. You're a loser, Sing man. Your Sing your goddamn song. We love wrestling. Not when John Cena panders to the crowd.